Hello, this is Michaela Folks with the Unbound Podcast, where we talk fat loss and fitness while having a sense of clarity, joy, and freedom for the body and the being inside it. You can find out more about me or more on these matters at MichaelaFolks.com, as well as on social media by the same name. Okay, hello, my darlings. It's Michaela. So I wanted to talk about the misconception of quote unquote needing to eat. I should eat. The only reason to eat is if you are hungry. If you are someone that has a very specific medical situation, a physiological situation, and you know something very different about your body that you have confirmed with your medical health professional, do exactly what you need to do. But for the rest of the population, we never need to eat unless we're hungry. So a lot of people have the misconception that eating frequently actually supports a healthy metabolism. And that has, one has nothing to do with the other. The way to support a healthy metabolism, a way for sure, is to make sure you get at least seven hours of sleep. And so that is when hormones will get reset that help support our thyroid gland. And our thyroid gland is quite consequential to keeping our metabolism up and running. So if you ever want to make sure that's in good standing, get more rest. So needing to eat, the craziest thing, the thing that spurned the thought to talk about this is actually a conversation with a client tonight, but also it reminded me of um, an experience I had with a woman at the gym who was basically forcing herself to have a protein shake after she had worked out. And so I just kind of pressed her a little bit, um, asking her if she was hungry. And she said, no, but I thought I needed to eat after I worked out. The answer to that is no. Again, if you are hungry, eat. If you are not hungry, do not eat. It's especially if weight loss is your goal. It's 100% crazy to give yourself more fuel when you actually have fuel on your body that you are wishing to reduce, namely fat. So anyway, so I asked her more about this. So anyway, she thought that she needed to eat after she worked out. So what she's referring to is something called the anabolic window. And this is also something that it's basically the time in which your muscles are going to rebuild themselves, build more of themselves with the presence of protein. But the deal is the anabolic window is wide. It's not just this little sliver of time around a workout. So please know that you know your, your efforts are in vain. Your gains won't come if you don't cram protein down your throat right around your workout. The other thing I want to say, in so many respects, depending on who you are, which was not this woman, some like heavy duty bodybuilders, people that are very lean, you know, that are looking, that are being so um, uh, precise around their training and their food. Some individuals like that are on like a steady strip of glucose, basically, before, during and after, as well as protein, their workouts. But the, this is not the bulk of the population. 
Um, Additionally, just a little FYI, insulin is actually an amazing muscle building hormone. So insulin is a fat storing hormone. Insulin is an anabolic hormone, a building hormone. So if you're someone who is looking to gain a ton of muscle, who's already super lean, eating often is actually quite useful. But for the most of us who are not that that person, that part of the population who actually have much more fat on their frame, keeping insulin significantly lower, as well as potentially having health issues, keeping insulin much lower or out of our body is so smart. It's so healing for a lot of things. And it's also really helpful for weight loss. So at any rate, so never worry about like, you know, missing out on what you've, um, your efforts what could have resulted from your efforts if you don't eat deliberately after you work out. Like eat when you're hungry, you will still reap rewards. So at any rate, um, so she was just saying, you know, I thought I needed to eat. Well, the answer is no. And the another consequential thing for fitness as well as for weight loss is human growth hormone. So this is, um, human growth hormone is considered our fountain of youth. Um, It helps with weight loss. It helps with longevity. It helps stave off diseases. It also helps with healthy testosterone levels. Human growth hormone gets released in the night. Better to go to bed earlier to take advantage of this miraculous hormone. Better to not eat close to bed to take advantage of this magnificent hormone. And when we do, uh, when we exercise, when we do Um, when we have an element of intensity, pops of intensity, weightlifting, high intensity intervals, doesn't need to be crazy long, little pops, little short bursts, that's when human growth hormone gets released. It's also, what's really interesting, it's an appetite suppressant, which is quite fascinating. And I think a reason, no one has ever said this directly to me, but putting information together in my own mind, insulin inhibits human growth hormone. Every time we eat, insulin is released. That is the nature of how the body works. And when we have insulin in our system, it suppresses human growth hormone. It will not be released. But if insulin's out of our system and we have the conditions for human growth hormone to be released, like in our sleep, in our bed, sleeping <laughs> through the night in deep sleep, in REM sleep, and or when we're exercising, little pops of intensity and insulin is not present, we get to have human growth hormone be released. We get to have the benefit of this magnificent hormone. As well as, I feel like I already said it, but maybe I didn't, human growth hormone supporting uh, healthy testosterone levels, basically making it um, more present in our body, higher levels more of the time. And so if we are now placing any value on this medley of hormones, human growth hormone and testosterone, we want to protect that time. Those should be the, um, the efforts that we really protect. So not eating, like if you're comfortable to not eat before you work out, don't if you're comfortable, please never freaking consume anything while you're working out that has carbohydrates, unless you are this specific 
portion of the population, this like high level bodybuilder, little fat, like looking to build like as much as possible. So you're like consuming glucose, honestly, um, while you're working out, before you're working out, after you're working out, high carbs, not most of us. Um, anyway, and then not eating after you work out. So again, all while being comfortable, do what you need to do, but do not eat when you don't need it. And the reason why, if you can hang in there after you work out, I love that human growth hormone suppresses appetite. So it enables you to more comfortably do your workout fasted slash not eat immediately after you work out. And the reason why you want to do that is because human growth hormone levels stay elevated for at least 90 minutes or up to 90 minutes after you work out. So if you can comfortably take advantage of that opportunity, why not? Why not? So anyway, so I had this conversation with this lovely lady who was looking to lose weight, who was actually able, comfortable to work out fasted, so freaking brilliant. She just didn't like how it felt to have food in her stomach working out. Yay, I can totally appreciate that. So she gave herself an advantage with that. But then we talked about the fact that she didn't need to be, you know, guzzling these protein shakes directly after working out if she wasn't hungry and that she would actually have more benefit to not do that. Not only for the for the purpose of weight loss, but also for the purpose of taking advantage, capitalizing on this increase in human growth hormone. All right. So there's like that, like very specific to exercise. But the big thing that I want to say, needing to eat, we are resilient beings. So I have to say, I have to own that um, I'm so happy that I had a very like coherent and quickly uh, comprehended conversation with a client this evening who shared that, you know, sometimes, Michaela, I'm not hungry, but I think I should be eating because it's around lunchtime. It's, you know, in the afternoon. And I was very clear that, like, (laughs) the more weight you have to lose and the less you're hungry, the better it is to take advantage of that. Like, widen that window, let the line out, enable your body to work off of your fat. And that's what happens. So... If you don't give your body food, especially when it's not hungry, it will just keep working off of the reserves that it's created from an overabundance of food at some point in time. And so um, anyway, so I hope that like that kind of black and whiteness makes sense. It's like why if you want to get rid of a surplus of energy that's fat on our frame why would you give yourself more energy when your body wasn't asking for it that is silly and so with this so i'm so happy that i had this like very like quickly comprehended conversation with a client tonight but in reality i feel like like i love my fat burners and i feel like it is still kind of a a surprising concept to fully embrace the fact that we are meant to endure everything about our bodies 
is set up for us to not die. And the storage of fat is a pretty big element of that. It's easier for, in general, it, our body is happier to gain weight than it is to lose it. And that's because if we didn't have any food, we would die in the woods, like the less fat we have in our frame. So it's, it's more likely, it's, it's more um, agreeable to storing fat than it is to losing fat. Because the more fat you have, like there's a tipping point, I'm sure, that could be like, obviously, being obese affects our health in a dramatic way, but it's not in a quick way. It's in a long, slow, and drawn out way. So once again, you're gonna be living for longer. Um, But if you have very little fat on your body, if it was very easy to lose weight, it would just be easier for you to perish. If, you know, if we didn't feel discomfort when we were hungry, um, like if, if food wasn't delicious, um, like if all these little markers weren't in place, it would make dying easier. And so because our body's priority is to keep us alive, it's just so much easier to eat food to eat more than we need um, and to store it. Store those extra calories as fat. Um, So anyway, so one thing that, you know, it's like when you're the person who has kind of like learned about this for forever and lived it, it's like, it's so obvious to me. (laughs) It's so obvious that it's like, fat is, it's just stored fuel. And so though it is different for most people on the planet to, you know, or at least in our culture to eat twice a day or to eat once a day, like that's not typical, but it's natural. It's actually how we're made. So I feel like I have to have these kind of continual updates on, um, information because people are so used to eating all the freaking time, Um, which apparently that propaganda came to be in like the 70s and it was really like a way, I wanna say this is patchy in my own mind. It was like the food industry wanted to like figure out how to make more money. So they made snacks. It was like people in the 70s only ate three times a day, like in general, people didn't snack. So there was like an effort to make more money. And so like the food industry started making snacks and telling people that we actually needed to eat more often, that it was healthy. And that's when like health started to kind of go downhill. Um, I think that was also when like more like, yeah, packaged food. Um, What else was another important thing? I think that was the big one. And that was just a little tidbit that I learned lately. Um, but before then it's like we had breakfast, lunch, and dinner. There wasn't extra stuff. Um, but we got it into our mind because of (laughs) the food industry that we needed to eat more often, that it was actually healthier. And the truth is it's not, it doesn't increase our metabolism or support it. It just makes us fat is really the truth. Um, so at any rate, so at any rate, my whole mission is to, help people to understand how their bodies work so that they can have more of what they want. And the truth is, one thing we do in Fat Burning Pro, should you wish to know more about this five-week program, 
where there's like four weeks of action, um, people lose typically between like eight and 15 pounds in four weeks. Um, and the population that I work with is everyone is pretty much over 40. Um, men certainly, but definitely women. Men are easier in this department. Women are far more challenging. Um, but at any rate, I'm like, why I'm bringing this up? Uh, My goal is for people to understand how they work in order to have what they want, which is so freeing. And so at any rate, when we, um, when we start to kind of understand that this is it, one of my missions in this program is for people to learn how to hear their own body. And the truth is with fat burning, it's critical. And so why it's critical is because everything is based on your body's feedback. We have a template, we have a system, we have, we have a process, and then there's you that goes through that process. And based on how you respond, even based on your preferences, um, and this isn't like haphazard willy-nilly, but this is just like, you know, did you need more food like at lunchtime? You know, did you need a little bit more? Like, was that carb feast not enough um, based on how your body's responding, based on how the scaler's responding? And so all of that is in accordance with your own feedback. And so it's so, it's so natural to do what your body is asking for. It's so self-respecting to honor your body's signals. It's so self-loving. It's such an act of self-care to pay attention to yourself and to, to get an education. First of all, this is what we do in Fat Burning Pro. Check out unboundfitfound.com, please, if you want to know more about that. But at any rate, then when you can do that, when you can hear yourself, you have such freedom. Like you taking in new information is always great. I am always learning about this, honestly, to refine my understanding, to potentially refine my approach. Um, But when you can do that, then like the noise of the universe is not always pulling you around. Like you learn things, you try them, you experiment, you see what happens, and then you have fact. Then you have your truth. This is what happened for me. And maybe there's a way to do it differently that would give you a different result that would be more satisfying or useful for you. But that's how we don't feel crazy. And that's how we don't kind of jump around from the next like random thing to the next random thing that keeps us kind of in the same spot. Always relying on outside information is foolish and it will make you feel nuts. So at any rate, so week one, we start to listen to the body and it's so foreign for so many of us. It's so foreign for many people that have extra weight to lose because a lot of people that have a lot of extra weight 
are used to ignoring themselves. They're used to ignoring their feelings, frankly. I say this from experience as a, as a seasoned emotional eater. The only thing that got me to know about this is that. Um, and also, so they're used to ignoring their feelings. They're used to ignoring their hunger at times. And they're certainly used to ignoring their fullness. And so we try to change that immediately. I want people to be as conscious as possible because then when you are, you're actually at choice. When you're on autopilot, just like, you know, checked out in some respect, you are so malleable. It's so easy to just be blown around by anything, whether that's information or emotions. Um, and again, to kind of feel like you're like spinning in circles and out of control. It's an awful way to exist. Um, so step one is to start to listen to oneself and to give credence to those signals, to start to treat them as law, at the very least to get curious about them. And that's what we do in week one. And it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And so the thing that was such a victory uh, with this gentleman this evening was that he let me know, you know, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry until later. Like, I'm not hungry when I'm eating because I think I should be. And that was so thrilling for me to hear that it's like, you can hear yourself. You do recognize. And that this is someone who I believe hasn't been able to do that quite so well in the past. And so it was thrilling for him to be on the pulse of his own body and to also have an element of being calm about it. Um, you know, it's very easy to use food to soothe. It's very easy to feel anxious and to just want to put shit in your mouth. Um, it is a way to pacify us since we were little to do such things. But the deal is when we're heavy or when we're older and this isn't serving us, this is not the behavior that we want to keep up with. So I was just so excited to hear him reflect that to me and for us to have this conscious conversation about it and to recognize it's like, nope, you do not need to eat. And that's actually quite advantageous for weight loss for you to let the line out. It was great. And that's the deal. That's the deal. If you want to lose weight... <laughs> Not eating, not starving yourself, but not eating is actually really useful. And it's because of insulin. I think I already said it, but I'm going to say it again. Insulin stores fat and insulin blocks fat from being used for energy. So if your insulin levels are high, whether that is because you have diabetes, because you have insulin resistance, or because you're someone who is like eating often, eating a higher carbohydrate diet, if your insulin levels are high and if insulin is present in your body more of the time than not, it's going to be more likely that you're storing fat and it's going to be really hard for you to be losing weight. So the opposite of that is the truth, is useful. So having less carbohydrates, lower insulin, but also eating less often. And for many of us, eating less often just tends to sound crazy. But if you get your body set up to do it, like high level stuff, super intentional, like we're following something, 
Like I said, people I work with eat twice a day. I eat once a day. Some of my fat burners eat once a day. But even if that's, if you're not doing anything more than listening to this and thinking that this might be a good idea, eat three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Do not snack. And please don't think you have to eat in order to achieve any given thing, unless you have some sort of medical situation that you are on top of. Okay. So I hope that's super, super straightforward. And maybe the little caveat that I want to say is like, when do I need to eat? You know, I, I need to eat. I should eat. If you are not hungry and you've kind of like played this story out and you found that there was some sort of fail later in the day, later at night, you were someplace like your schedule is X and because you didn't eat at this point in time and then you had to go to your daughter's dance class to pick her up and oh my God, now I'm so hungry and I ate, you know, ended up going through a drive-through and getting fries and that's the last thing I wanna do. If you have listened to your body and then there was some sort of pitfall around along the way that could have been prevented by eating at a particular time, do that. Learn from history. But if you've yet to do it, or if you do it, and it's like, I was totally fine. You know, I had a late lunch. I was totally fine. I actually made it all the way to dinner. I was totally fine. Like, great. Let that be evidence that your body is wise and that it will tell you what to do. And the truth is that connection and relationship is liberating. That feels calming. It is, um, it's such a comfort, honestly, like when you know that you can trust yourself and trust your body. It's great. It's the way to be. All right. Um, so that's it. That's my only little caveat. If you've learned something different, if you like, I didn't eat and then fuck, like I was stuck here or, you know, it was the middle of the night and I was ravenous and I don't want to be eating at two in the morning. Like, okay, that makes sense. Um, I'll just share this. I'm nearly done. I've been learn. I'm always aiming to study a bit more, but, um, I've been doing slightly longer fasts. Normally I eat once a day, so it's like a 23-hour fast, but I've done a, this will be my third, um, aiming to do like 44, 46 hours, something like that. Just like whenever dinner falls on the, like the next day. So for me, it's like I had dinner on Sunday, didn't eat today, and then I'll have dinner tomorrow. Um, and we use all sorts of tools in Fat Burning Pro to make this shit comfortable. No one, I don't guide anyone at this point into doing longer fast, but I feel like that's coming, honestly, um, when people are solidly in a fat burning mode. But at any rate, why I bring this up is because the last time I did this, at the like 44 hour mark, whatever it was, I wasn't hungry. And so I had a big fat, oh shit, what do I do? do I keep this going? And I sat with it for a minute and it was just like, you know what? I'm going to make a a judgment call. I'm lifting weights, you know, the next morning. I can totally do that fasted on a typical day, but it's like, what is that going to be like after fasting for two days? Like, 
whatever hour that would have been, you know, another 12 hours more than that. Like, so it's like, I don't want to mess up my workout. I don't know what my body is going to be like then. And then I also like, didn't want to kind of buckle in the middle of the night, like after, again, after 48 hours, it was like, I just don't know how my body's going to respond. So I made an educated choice. I had a negotiation with myself and it was like, you know what? It's still been like 44, whatever, six hours. I am going to eat because this feels more manageable and I just want to like get back to business as usual the next day. So that was my judgment call. The reason why I started to consider this is because different things happen at different hours, different durations of fasting. Maybe this should be a separate podcast, but oh well, here we go. And so 24 hours is like a really therapeutic time for so many reasons, but even like 13 hours, like amazing things start to happen. People get all sorts of excited about autophagy, which is like Latin for like cell eating, but basically it's like your body cleans itself up. This is when things like cancer cells honestly get taken apart. Um, our digestion improves, aging slows because we're not just continually giving ourselves the instruction to divide when we eat. That is what we're telling ourselves to do. So the body becomes um, efficient and it takes care of itself because it has energy and space to do that. But one thing I learned lately, which was very eye-opening to me, was that at 36 hours, our body is more able to get into like stubborn fat stores. And it's like, uh-huh, okay, that's compelling for me to extend my fast like a bit further for such things. I have leanness goals. And anyway, so it's like great information. Thank you very much. I will do something with that. And so for me, I'm just going for like the 44-hour mark because it's like I'm not eating in the middle of the day. Like I'm eating when dinner comes again. That sounds great. But anyway, but that's why I started to contemplate that. Um, And that feels like a really manageable amount of time, especially for someone that only eats once a day. But anyway, I just wanted to share that because I overrode my body not being hungry. But the reason why I didn't go along with that was because it felt like too tenuous. And maybe I will let that go another day. But because of the lifting weights, like sleeping for, you know, however many hours, like I just didn't want to be hungry, like at a very inopportune time. And so again, listening to yourself, having a conversation with yourself, figuring out what's best. And then the whole deal is just making the best choice based on the information and understanding you have. And, you know, like I said, maybe I'll do something different the next time, but that's what I chose to do. So I empower you, I encourage you to do what you think is best for you, but, and you do not need to eat when you're not hungry. So if you figured out something different because of the time, day, whatever, go with God, do that. But otherwise, listen to your body, especially if you want to lose weight. This fat is here for you to use as energy. Okay. And the truth is, the better you can use it, the better your health will be in general, the better your hormonal profile will be, the lower your insulin levels will be, the higher your human growth hormone will be, 
higher testosterone will be, but, and yeah, the easier it will be to lose weight. I think this is it. Anyway, (laughs) I hope that was great. I hope that was great. If you are a woman who is over 40, who is interested in losing between eight and 15 pounds in a month while having increased energy and slowed aging, please check out Fat Burning Pro. Please check out unboundfitfound.com. The more I learn about fat burning and intermittent fasting and fasting in general, the more it just doubles down on what we're doing. And what I've recognized based on listening to more physicians who advocate fasting and them being, um, and the people that interview them, it seems like there isn't a wide, a widely accepted way to get comfortable starting intermittent fasting. And the thing that I want to brag is that that's what we do. We get the body, we ease the body into this state. It's not a crash and burn. It's not a, oh, just try this. Oh, suck it up. Um, You know, deal with keto flu as you just fall off the cliff um, away from carbohydrates. It doesn't work. That doesn't work well. Um, But what we does, what we do does. Um, So if you're someone who has been increasingly curious about intermittent fasting, who sees the benefit, who recognizes that it speeds up weight loss, um, slows aging, uh, improves health. If you see the value in it, but either have tried it, tried to do it and have not felt successful, or you don't even understand how to get anywhere near it, please check out Fat Burning Pro. Step one, we get the body less hungry, free of cravings, and able to do intermittent fasting. All right, that's it. I hope that was amazing. Please be in touch for any reason. Thank you for being here. Love to all. And um, until next time.